0: Hey guys, welcome to the Morning News Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra. If you're new here, I'm so glad you decided to tune in today to go after your dream life. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this episode because I think the person who's coming on today is going to be great, and I'll be talking to you about her later. But yesterday, the 26th, I released an episode with my good friend Alexis. I was that... Was so much fun recording with her. It was awesome. And I mentioned some great stuff that I think you guys would really want to hear about, like burnout and the hustle mentality, and which really applies to times right now with COVID and everything. So definitely listen to that episode before you tune into this one. Or if you want, just come straight to this one. I mean, hey, look, all my episodes are great. I really particularly love that one. But Hey, for you, it's might be different. But, yeah, I'm recording this on a Wednesday, the 27th. And it's been a good week, a stressful week, though, because, like, I have, like, so many assignments due. I have, like, two tests I need to study for. I have one on Thursday and one on Friday, so it feels like back-to-back. And I haven't really studied for them yet, which is kind of concerning. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's honestly very concerning because I normally study way ahead of time once I know when the test is but that hasn't happened and I don't know what's wrong with me I guess I I don't know, it feels different about this semester, I was talking to my friends about it, a couple of my friends about this semester and how their classes are going and they've been saying that it feels like they've been getting more work as well I've definitely felt that this week. So it's been stressful. It's been hectic. Just trying to get everything sorted out. You know, it's it's hard. It could definitely be hard. Sorry, I had to yawn. It could definitely be hard with all the work that school thrust upon us during this time right now. I know I'm feeling it. I know my friends are feeling it. So it's normal to feel stressed, to feel burnt out. But you just gotta power through. And I can help you with that. So, yeah, this week has been very busy. Um, I've been working on this essay for my creative writing class called The Memoir. And I have to create a memoir based on a memory that happened to me. And the hard thing about this is, is that after being in so many literature classes and history classes that require you to write essays based on like fact and opinion and you don't get to release your creativity your creative side out of it i'm having a hard time writing in a creative like mindset and how having to put that on paper it's really odd but i have a feeling that if you know what I'm talking about. If you've been in a whole bunch of history classes and in the literature classes, you've been forced to write like with a certain style. You're If you're completely new to the creative writing aspect of writing, you will, you will struggle. I know I am right now, and I know a whole bunch of people in my class have been because it's just hard to go from fact and opinion and argue to basically you – as a person. Bringing yourself. Into the pa- Into. Into your paper. Into your work. So it's, that's been a little bit of a struggle. But I talked to my mom. Yesterday about it. And we had a really good conversation. Because like. As we were talking. I don't know. Somehow it popped into my mind. As if I was writing. In my bullet journal. So if you don't know. If you hadn't listened to my previous episodes, I've been bullet journaling for a while, and I use it as my diary and note-taking system and task system, organization, everything like that. It finally clicked to me that I just need to treat it as if I am writing in my bullet journal. I just treat it as if it's a stream of conscious journal entry, which what journaling is streaming stream of consciousness. So I need to treat it like that. And then edit it to where it's, it flows well and it's not like all your thoughts jumbled onto the paper. I don't know what finally made the connection for it for me, but it did. And I'm so glad it did because I was like, I was struggling. Because so I was like, how the heck do I write this? I'm like, I have no idea how to write this. So that really, really helped. I'm very happy about that. So I'm going to work on that today, a lot of it today and this week in general just to get get somewhere (laughs) because right now i'm nowhere so i have a couple major assignments to do a physics physics test on thursday a chinese test on friday and the essay the rough drafts due on the first of february and the final is due on the 17th so i have a little bit of time i have a good amount of time to get the Yes, I don't. I just don't have much time to get the Chinese test prepared for because I'm like I'm just struggling a little bit with Chinese right now because like I took some independent classes through this uh, this uh, company called Preply where you can take independent you can take Chinese class lessons for like an hour or so and I was taking them a lot over the summer and I think. Doing that burnt me out, and I think I went too hard too fast because now I feel like I've fallen out of love with Chinese, and that's the worst thing because I loved it going into school, into the 10th grade year. I, I loved it. I loved the language so much, and now I'm just struggling to like find that love for it again and find that motivation again, and it's hard, and now I just need to, I need to figure out how to like get that back i think by like studying or mostly studying will help me out a lot like using quizlet watching like a chinese tv show i was watching a good chinese tv show a couple months back during quarantine it was called uh take my brother away, it was really funny, so if you if you guys are interested in Chinese TV shows and funny shows like that, go check that out, it's really good, it's on Netflix, and uh, yeah, I think I just went too hard too fast, and I, I don't think I should have done it that early, I think senior year, maybe, 10th grade year, not so much, so it's biting me back in the butt a little bit, but. It was fun, I have to say. It was fun for the time being. But Just it 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 right now it's it's it burnt me out. It just it, I've learned I feel like I learned too much too fast and too early. Cuz now I don't feel like learning anything anymore. So that's a problem. Yeah. So that's some stuff about me. How have you guys been doing? How's your the start of your week going, I keep, good grace, <laughs> every time I record this intro, I always forget that you guys will be listening to this on the ne- the following week, Tuesday, I keep wanting to say, how is your week going, I should say, how is your week starting, I keep, I keep forgetting about that, because I think you guys are going to listen to this later on this week whoops <laughs> I, I don't know why that keeps happening I guess I'm just not used to podcast recording yet. <laughs> but yeah how is your week starting off too how was your Monday I've been learning I've been listening to a whole bunch of podcasts lately and um a couple of the ones I've been listening to have been which are so good some of my favorites um let me see I've been listening to Detail Therapy with Amy Landino. I listened to one of her last episodes, which was about work from home life balance, which was really good, and Common Habits of Successful People. I've also been listening to the Gen Z Girl po- Podcast. She's a YouTuber. Um, I mentioned her earlier in one of my earlier episodes. She uh, does college stuff. She goes to the University of Alabama. She's in grad school there, and she does, like, a lot of, like, health and wellness and um, productivity college content and stuff on YouTube. And she also does, like, stuff like that on her podcast as well. And I've been meaning to listen to her new episode that she put out on Monday the 25th called Intuitive Eating and Listening to Your Body, Health and Wellness Chat and Bringing Your – let us see bringing your uh come on no come on podcast app sorry guys trying to get the whole episode title okay here it is intuitive eating and listening to your body health and wellness chat and bringing your dreams to life with holistic nutritionist rebecca lay never made a list to that i just haven't gotten a chance to yet but i probably will today So, and her podcast has been really good lately for me, and she always inspires me, so. yeah. So, for today's episode, oh my gosh, y'all, I forgot to do the quote. Oh my goodness, wait a second, wait a second. Before we get into today's episode, I need to mention a quote. I've been off my game with quote stuff recently. I just realized I didn't do it for last week's episode. Crap. Sorry, guys. Let's see. What did I put for the quote for today? Okay, here's the quote for today Make yourself a priority. It's as simple as that. I know it feels hard, but make yourself a priority. I know when I haven't made myself a priority, my health, my mindset just dwindles down. It's bad. I can uh, make yourself a priority, please. Take some time for self-care because if you don't, you're going to experience burnout. I talked about this in my last episode. Please take care of yourself. Take some self-care time, whether it be reading a book, listening to a podcast, exercising. If you find that it helps you feel better about yourself, reading a book, watching TV, do something that makes you feel good, makes you feel happy because it'll help it'll help you feel better it'll, it'll, you will feel better as a whole because I know when I have made myself a priority I do a lot better work I do a lot better mentally, physically front anything wise I my I'm I'm better as a person when I make myself a priority so that's today's quote. Make yourself a priority. And schedule it in. Like for a Sunday, a Sunday self-care day. That's what I do. Every time I have my weekly reset, that's a day I do a face mask, do some reading, play a game, watch TV, binge TV. All that I do on a Sunday. Sunday is my self-care day, weekly reset day. That's my time to make myself a priority. And try to make yourself a priority every single day. Something little, treat yourself to a coffee. About to have one now as we speak. Actually, let me pour myself a cup right now because I'm making myself a priority by making this podcast episode and making my morning coffee that I love so much, which is delicious. If you guys are coffee drinkers and like coffee, try the Luciane coffee with chicory. I'm telling you, this is the best coffee you will ever have. I haven't had any other hot coffee since then, since I bought this coffee. And I've been using it since quarantine maybe? Yeah, I've been using it since quarantine is the best coffee. Um, That's still hot. Uh, That is the best coffee blend ever. It's better than Starbucks. If you're a Starbucks fan and you like Starbucks hot coffee, this is a lot better. I'm telling you, you go to your local, uh, if you're in Philly, Wegmans. If you're in Georgia or any other place that has Kroger, get it at Kroger, Publix. Um, what other chains is there? I can't think of. But it's in most grocery stores. I found it at Wegmans here in Philly, which is great because... I wouldn't know what I, what I would do without having this coffee, <laughs> but it is seriously the best coffee you could ever have. I love it. Personally, I had it at this restaurant called Urban Fix down in Atlanta, and I've fallen in love with it ever since, so go get that coffee if you are a hot coffee fan. I love it so much. So yeah, I'm about to treat myself to a cup of coffee. I've made myself some hot water. I just, I already have it in my, um, I, have a, I make it using my French press because it's coffee grounds and not instant. And um, I brought my coffee, my French press maker, with me to Pennsylvania for school so I could always have my coffee mixed. And I made me a good pot this morning. And about to make my coffee. I like to have my coffee either two ways either black with sugar. And that's it. Or I like to have it with sugar and this is not that hot. i have to this up. With sugar. I use agave nectar. I don't like to use like stevia or anything because it gives me an aftertaste for some reason. I just never like the taste of stevia and stuff. I Maybe mean, it depends but it gives me aftertaste, which it shouldn't, but I don't know. That's I don't know what's wrong with my taste buds Um or I use um, shoot my agave nectar with a little bit of ooh, plant-based milk. I am dairy-free. Well, not completely dairy-free. I still eat yogurt, Greek yogurt specifically. I don't like any other yogurt. But when it comes to like drinks and stuff with smoothies, I don't drink regular milk because I am lactose intolerant. And I know if I were to eat like I mean I can eat yogurt. I just have to take a lactate with me with it, which I always do. I always have lactate on me on hand just in case. Like with ice cream and stuff. I still eat ice cream. I can never get I can never get rid of ice cream, honestly. Um that's just it's just too good. So but I do like to use either oat milk or cashew milk. My parents parents and I make cashew milk at home. And it's one of the best plant-based milks ever. And it's really easy to make. Plant-based milk is actually really easy to make at home, surprisingly. You wouldn't have thought. I started, my parents and I, my mom and I started making it over quarantine. We first started out with almond milk. And we, oh gosh, that's so good. I swear that first sip feeling is just so good. Um, but, Yeah. We used to do almond milk, and then we switched to found out cashew milk is a lot easier to make, so we switched over to that, and it's been a lot better. But now that I'm at school, I don't have cashews here, and we don't have I don't have a blender, so I can make it. But I have oat milk, which is a great uh, alternative to cashew milk if you are a cashew milk drinker. So, okay, now for today's episode, I will be interviewing Grace. Grace Smith, who is a life, college lifestyle YouTuber, and she's a sophomore at um, Missouri, uh, I think that's uh, Missouri State, um, I should have known this before we doing this, whoops. Let's see, Missouri, Missouri. Okay, University of Missouri. She goes to the University of Missouri. She's a sophomore sophomore at um, University of Missouri, and she's a college lifestyle YouTuber. And today, she and I will be talking about handling being a YouTuber, and as well as being a full-time student, and her tips and tricks for handling it all. I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and let's get into it. Here we go hey grace welcome to the show
1: hi i'm so happy to be here
0: (laughs) i'm so glad you got you are here i'm so excited for everybody to hear about you and go see your youtube channel because i love your youtube content it's amazing i love it so much (laughs) so one of the questions i have for you why did you start your youtube channel and who inspired you or who inspires you now to keep going
1: So I actually always wanted to start a YouTube channel, like literally since I was a little kid, I would always fake vlog before I even really knew it was a thing. I would always have like our flip cameras or whatever, like cheap video cameras, or sometimes I was just pretending there was a camera and there wasn't like, when you see the tweets, it's like me sitting in my room doing my makeup, pretending I'm vlogging. Like that was me until I started my YouTube channel. I was kind of did it my parents didn't let me till high school but literally as soon as they let me I was on it and I made my channel and it's been so fun my inspirations in the beginning were definitely I watched all of YouTube people
0: mm-hmm. like
1: I don't know like Mac Barbie 07 <laughs> all of them and I was like those are my inspirations and then now I watch a lot of YouTube I watch a lot more YouTube than Netflix so I Feel like it's super inspiring and some of my favorites are Lily Rako Jazzy Lee and Kenzie Elizabeth yeah really anyone who makes like productive type vlogs I put those on in the morning and I'm like
0: let's get me too, it me too like I have this whole entire playlist on my YouTube um where it has almost like over like 900 videos all for like productivity stuff or like health healthy habits and you listen to my favorite ones I love Lily Rako and Kenzie Elizabeth's videos too. Just so it just so. That just helps
1: me so much. Like I feel like if I put on, if I'm trying to even just like relax while I'm doing makeup, if I put Netflix on, I'm just gonna not feel motivated, and I want to just binge watch a show. Exactly. Like if I have a YouTube line in the back, I'm like, okay, I want to be productive too. So mm-hmm. that's like why I make my videos, because I want people to feel how I feel when I watch my
0: favorite people. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like. Yeah, I watch more YouTube than Netflix now. I like whenever I go on Netflix, I'm like, I don't. I can't find anything that I want to watch. Nothing really interests me. And then I go, go to YouTube. I'm like, oh, let's watch Lily's new vlog or Kenzie's new vlog. You go down that rabbit hole, but it's it's a good kind of a rabbit hole, you know?
1: Yeah, it gets me to do something instead of a rabbit hole, that leaves me in my bed all day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, What's the hardest part of being a YouTuber and a full-time college student at the University of Missouri? So
1: I would say time management and with that, just like, prioritizing school because I don't necessarily want to. My time management, I like to time block and have days for school and days for working on my YouTube and my business things. But the hardest part of that is I would always rather be doing my YouTube or doing work things. So Sometimes school can slip through the cracks a little bit, but I have to like bring my focus back because I know school is going to get me to where I ultimately want to be. And it's really possible to do both, but keeping the motivation to do school when I can be more successful, if I put more time into what I'm doing right now is hard sometimes, but just remembering like my end goal. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. What, what do you think has like helped you strike like a balance between like being a YouTuber and a college student?
1: I would say one is just incorporating my normal life into my YouTube channel a lot. Like when I first started out in high school, I did a lot more sit-down videos, which I'm incorporating back in. But a lot of my YouTube channel is my daily life. So, like going to class, I record that. Like, I kind of incorporate doing my homework. Okay, I'm gonna have a school vlog so I can do something I love while actually getting school things done at the same time. And then also just time scheduling. Like, okay, this Tuesday morning, I'm gonna do schoolwork until this time as much as I can. And then the afternoon, I'll let myself do my YouTube stuff. Because although YouTube is my job, it doesn't feel like work to me. Like, that's my favorite hobby and favorite thing to do. So, I always choose to do that if I have the time to. But yeah, that's kind of what helps me.
0: That's cool. That's really cool. You said you have a small business. Do you make you make stickers, right? Yes. Yeah. So I actually have
1: not launched yet, but that's been like a lot of my time in the past month. On Valentine's Day, which I don't know if this episode is already up or will be up around that time, but I'm going to be doing self affirmation mirror stickers, and then. New launches following that, but right now my focus is the self affirmation near stickers, which I'm
0: super excited. Oh, cool. Those sound really neat. I'll check those out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What would you advise either to like college students or high school students who want to create their own channel while also still being in school?
1: I think a hundred percent yes. I feel like if I didn't have my YouTube in high school and college, I would have gone crazy because before that, I mean, really, all I had was school and then whatever part-time job I was doing at the time. Which even I think, I mean, when I did YouTube for the first two, three years, I was working a part-time job along with school and YouTube, so that's totally possible too. But having YouTube be that creative outlet, because I mean, you can fill your time with all the school, hot, like clubs, activities, like I did sports for a while but nothing really was like a creative outlet for me until YouTube and it helps me relax and gives me something to work towards. Honestly just like gets me out of bed and gives me something to do so I would say 100% go for it if you have like the tiniest desire.
0: Yeah that's neat. Um, What's your favorite part of being a YouTuber while in college?
1: So I would say one is like the escape. It provides me how I was saying I'm not someone who is so love school, which I know a lot of people probably feel me on that. Mm -hmm. I've never just been someone I'm not naturally good at school. I have to put a lot of work into it, which isn't always fun. So having YouTube gives me something to be excited for during the school semesters when like a lot's happening. Um, The financial freedom that it's allowed me. I mean, I would do YouTube if I didn't get paid at all, but I mean, now the fact that I can pay for my college where I was, Otherwise, planning to take out loans all the way through school. And now my creative outlet has turned to a place where I can have the financial freedom to pay my rent and to pay for school. That just relieves so much stress for me that I was planning on having to deal with in the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. And just how I said kind of through all of it, just having the creative outlet that it is for me.
0: That's awesome that you get to pay. You can pay your school through that. That's just, that's awesome. That's great. It's all
1: just so expensive. Like I was so stressed in high school about that it's
0: yeah. just a lot <laughs> yeah, i'm applying i'm thinking about i'm going i'm thinking i'm in the process of applying to colleges and thinking about what colleges i want to go through go to and stuff so that's definitely yeah, yeah. it's yeah.
1: so hard because there's so many aspects that are like just as important as how much it costs then there's also finance there's so many aspects of going to pick a college so yeah i'm with yeah.
0: you because it's a stressful time <laughs> <laughs> have you ever met any of your subscribers that subscribe to your youtube channel at at your school Yes.
1: I actually, I've met some like random places. Like I met someone at Bonner. I'll randomly meet people like in my hometown where I'm back to living right now. But when I was at Ole Miss, I actually met so many people. I think it's because my channel was like very niche to Ole Miss. I had that in so many titles. So like mm-hmm. any freshman looking up Ole Miss would see me. So I would actually run into people like all the time. It was like funny freshman year. Like when I first started going to like the 18 plus bars, I would run into the subscribers and I was like oh my gosh did not expect to see you here. <laughs> you know like the food court and stuff but yeah. not, it's so fun when you see someone because it just puts an actual face to it because right. no matter how many you have I mean if you have 50 followers on Instagram you're like I have 50 followers but like actually seeing 50 people like just seeing one person you're like wait people actually
0: right. are listening to me. yeah right yeah hopefully that'll happen with me in this podcast and like like Uh, I know people are are listening but I don't necessarily know who's listening and so it's yeah that's the hardest part once you
1: putting that face to it just makes such a difference like honestly like meeting one person over gaining however many thousand it's just like okay some like actual person it's not a robot which you know it's a person but it's just when you actually meet them it's so fun yeah
0: yeah definitely I can definitely see that um What are your tips and tricks for handling YouTube and school full-time?
1: So I would say one is the time blocking thing I said. So like right now it's been really working for me since I'm all online. It was easier when I had in-person class because like I always went to my in-person class so it wasn't really an optional part of my day that was school set aside. But I mean let's be real, it's really easy when you're on Zoom to like turn off your camera and start doing other things. So it's helped me a lot to make my to-do list at the beginning of the day and then I have an hourly schedule where I put in everything. So like if there's class during that time, I'm doing class during that time. Or if I'm working on starting up my business, I'm working on that during that time. That's made a huge difference. That's kind of like the to-do list thing. And then you may have just realizing that you may have to work on weekends sometimes, but like if you love it, especially with anything creative like podcast or YouTube, it's not necessarily it doesn't feel like work. So although yeah. I have to do it on weekends a lot of the time it's like, what else would I be doing? Like, this is what I would rather do than honestly, like, socialize or anything. I think downtime is important, but I think especially in the beginning, it's okay if sometimes you do have to work on weekends, and that's, like, part of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I found myself having to work on, like, weekends, like, record on weekends. I like it. It's, like, it's, like, like you said, it's a creative outlet, and I feel like I like doing that more than, like, doing, like, schoolwork and stuff. Like, I find myself going towards, like, my Notion page for the My Podcast, something like, Yes. Oh, what topic can I talk about next week or something like that so it's like yeah. seven,
1: I feel like oh it nine, just eight. gets like your day-to-day purpose more yeah. than just the small daily tasks
0: yeah definitely definitely I think that's all the questions I have for you today um oh I have one ending question for you what is your definition of your dream life and what do you do to go after your dream life
1: yeah, so for me a dream life is kind of a broad concept. I think especially in the past year with transferring colleges, kind of something I wouldn't have expected a year ago. I kind of let go of like a certain ideal. Like I don't know if I'll live on a beach or I'll live in a city or necessarily like the fine aspects of it. But for me a dream life would be a place where I'm fulfilled, like I feel purpose through my job. I'm financially free. I have the freedom to travel and just being exactly where I am at the time, dressing where I live, whatever I want at that time, because I think that that's always kind of something that's changing for me. And then to go after my dream life, I've just kind of been trying to show up as who that person would be every day. And although like, especially right now, I'm literally back living at my parents' house as a 20 year old working in this little office upstairs that used to be my sister's bedroom, but wearing clothes that make me feel like I'm a dream person, going and doing things with myself that my dream person would do and working on these hobbies and creative outlets that I want to even be doing at that time just to work harder on getting closer to that so yeah that's kind of like my dream life although it's very like broad because I've kind of just accepted that I don't know what the future holds but I just want to be doing whatever makes me happy at the time
0: yeah that's awesome that's an awesome way to look at it like nothing has to be really like set in stone now you can wait and just like see how 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 life goes like run with run with the roll with the punches you know
1: Yeah, I feel like if anything last year taught me, it was that because every plan I've ever had, I was like, is that really what I want to do? I feel like with the whole state of the world and everything kind of reset, everyone's like, I had a moment where I was doing nothing. So I was like, okay, am I really where I want or or am I where a year ago me wanted me to be? You know what I'm saying? So just like staying present with what makes you happy.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I'm glad to have you.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me I had so much fun I can't wait to listen to this
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so your episode will be going out on the let's see let us see when is this episode going out this will be going out on the ninth perfect okay yeah.
1: so I'll be excited to listen and to share it with my followers
0: yeah. And that is it for today's episode, you guys. I'm so glad you guys got to hear Grace and learned about her and how she started with YouTube. And please go look at her YouTube channel and go support her. I'm so glad you guys got to hear today's episode. And stay tuned for next week. Bye, guys.